Hello, this is Jim Kilgore, Certified Financial Planning Professional here at 401 Advisor, and I am the host of the 401 Advisor podcast. Today, we'll be talking about Social Security and how when you claim your benefit is one of the most important decisions you will make in retirement. I hope today's episode will not only be educational, but enjoyable as well. The views expressed on this podcast are those of the show host and should not be construed as legal or tax advice. The information used is believed to be from reliable sources and is not an offer to buy or sell or participate in any investment strategy. Investing in securities products, including variable insurance, involves risk, including loss of principal. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. I am a financial advisor with 401 Advisor and a registered representative of Ciro's Financial Services, Inc., member FINRA SIPC. Ciro's and 401 Advisor are not affiliated. One of the most important decisions you will make as you head into retirement is when to start taking your social security benefits to give you an idea why let's go some figures through some figures from the social security administration among elderly social security beneficiaries half of married couples and 70% of unmarried persons receive 50% or more of their income from Social Security. And among those same beneficiaries, 21% of marrieds and 45% of unmarried persons rely on Social Security for 90% of their retirement income. When to take Social Security is at the top of the list of retirement planning questions because it's a decision nearly every American must make. Unfortunately, Many people get their advice from other people at the Waffle House. (laughs) And therefore, they make a really bad decision about when to take their benefits. You get less monthly income if you begin benefits early and more monthly income if you begin benefits at a later age. Too many people assume this is a simplistic decision and they take the option that puts more money in their pockets today. A simplistic choice like this can cost your family thousands and in some cases even hundreds of thousands of missed benefits. Rather than making this decision about Social Security independently of the rest of your situation, you should look at how it fits in holistically with all aspects of your retirement income plan such as inflation, longevity, your need for guaranteed income, the amount of other financial resources you have, your plans to work part-time in retirement, and your tax situation. For those of you wondering when to take Social Security benefits, having the funds sooner rather than later sounds fantastic. But does it really work to your benefit? If you are approaching the time when you need to make this decision, you should really ask yourself questions like these. Will I work between the age of 62 and my full retirement age? What's my anticipated life expectancy? Am I married or single? What's your desire to protect your purchasing power if you live longer than you might expect? 
If you have not reached your full retirement age as defined by the Social Security Administration, and for most people that's 66 or 67, and you're still working, it will probably not make sense to start receiving your benefits. Because if you earn over the uh, Social Security earnings limit, which is quite low, your Social Security benefits will be reduced. Once you reach full retirement age, your benefits will not be reduced regardless of the other income that you may earn. If you live to your standard life expectancy, believe it or not, you will get the mo- about the same amount whether you take it early or whether you wait to take it later. To see how this works, it helps to look at an example using real numbers. So let's talk about George. George is 61 and he's deciding when to take his Social Security. And here are some numbers from his Social Security statement and how much he will get at which age. At age 62, his estimate is $1,643, or that's $19,716 per year. At age 66, $2,238 for a total of $26,856 per year. And at age 70, he'd get $3,009 that totals 36,108 per year. At age 62, a man has a life expectancy of 19 years or to age 81. Social Security has a cost of living adjustment which will provide an increase in benefits over the years, but for now, let's disregard that and just look at the numbers. Assume George starts receiving his benefits at 62 and he gets his 1,643 per month. After 19 years, he will have received a total of 374,600. If he waited until 66 and gets his 2238 after 19 years, that's $402,870. And if he had waited till 70, he gets his 3,009 per month and would have received a total of 397,190. So here's the summary. 374,600 if he'd started at 62. 402870 if he'd started at age 66 and 397190 if he'd started at age 70. Clearly, if George lives to his life expectancy, he'd maximized his lifetime income by taking his social security at his full retirement age or age 66 in this case. When you factor in the potential increases in benefits due to the cost of living adjustment that social security provides, Waiting longer to take Social Security looks even better. With the cost of living adjustment of 2% a year accounted for and living to life expectancy, George would have gotten the following totals. $450,320 if he'd started at 62, $502,720 if he'd started at 66, and $514,800 if he'd started benefits at age 70. So if George lives to age 81, he would maximize his lifetime income by waiting until age 70 to begin taking his Social Security benefits. In George's case, his break-even age is 80, meaning if he waits until age 70 to begin benefits, he must live to age 80 to receive the same total dollars he would have received if he'd started taking them earlier. There are a lot of dollars at stake, of course, so, and no one knows their life expectancy with any certainty. However, certain health and lifestyle factors will affect your own personal life expectancy. Just as an insurance company would do underwriting, 
I would suggest you do an analysis of your own personal life using a life expectancy calculator that will ask you health and lifestyle-related questions. Your marital status is also very important. For singles, your life expectancy is one of the primary factors to consider. A break-even analysis on how long you live can be a good starting place for that Social Security decision for singles. Taxes should be considered as well. Believe it or not, some folks delaying the start of Social Security and drawing out of retirement accounts earlier may provide some additional tax benefits. For married couples, Social Security is not as simple. The way Social Security survivor benefits work, when you're married, upon the death of the first spouse, the surviving spouse can keep the larger of their own benefit or their spouse's benefit. Because of this, there are ways for couples to coordinate how and when they each take their benefits so they can get more as a couple. If you desire to protect your purchasing power, you're going to want to listen to this part. Most people want to collect their Social Security benefits as soon as they are eligible, which is at 62. They make the decision without understanding the long-term consequences. If you should live well into your 80s, you're giving up anywhere from fifty dollars to $150,000 in additional income by ta- making a hasty decision about collecting Social Security benefits early. Social Security benefits, with their cost of living adjustment built into them, which means your income will increase with inflation. Making the most of, these, of your Social Security benefits by delaying your start date can and probably will offer you a tremendous amount of income protection later in life because of the compounding effect that takes place on larger numbers. I bet you know a Social Security recipient that claimed their benefits early and has lived longer than they thought they would, and now inflation has taken a deep bite out of their monthly benefit. I suggest taking this decision very seriously and make use of a financial planner that has a deep understanding of the Social Security system and that can walk you through the scenarios using your other assets to choose the right claiming strategy for you. I hope you've enjoyed this week's episode. At 401 Advisor, we have the knowledge and know-how to advise you in the best Social Security claiming strategy for your family situation. If you want some advice on when to file, we'd be happy to sit down with you and assist you in this critical decision. As always, thanks for listening, and I hope to hear from you soon. Please send any comments or questions to jim at 401advisor.com, and I will be happy to discuss them on a future podcast. 